Hello, everybody. Thank you once again for joining me on the Speak Life Now radio show. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Speak Life Borrell. Hey, you guys, it's October, and um, I know I mentioned last week about domestic violence awareness month is in October. Um, Breast cancer awareness is also in October. But also October is Clergy Appreciation Month. That's Clergy Appreciation Month. That's anybody that's working in ministry. Um, this is a month to appreciate them. If it's your pastors, if it's deacons, elders, um, administrators, all of them are doing the work. It's everybody. It's everybody. It's the gifts and the administration of how God set up everything. It's not just for one person. It's clergy appreciation month. So anybody that's working in ministry or outreach or whatever you may be doing with the youth, the Sunday school teachers, <laughs> hand clap, clergy appreciation month. Thank you so much for working with the children. Um, if you're the custodian and keeping the church clean, clapping for you. It's clergy appreciation month. If you out there doing the security, working the parking lot, whatever you may be doing, whatever God has put your hands to do and you're doing it and it's for the kingdom of God, it's clergy appreciation month and I appreciate you and thank you for everything that you're doing. For all those that have um, dealt with breast cancer, uh, I'm, I'm rejoicing with you for those that are survivors of breast cancer and this is awareness month so if you want to Give to an organization. Um, go to uh, find someone to um, an organization in your area for breast cancer awareness to help them for research. And um, you know, dear to my heart is the domestic violence of awareness month. So if it's a shelter in your area, you know they might need clothes. I mean, things you might not think of: sheets, clothes. I mean, clothing, household items. Um. Just find out in your area how you can be of assistance or just give some money in your area to keep it in your area to help out others that are dealing with domestic violence and the shelters, the women, they need they need funding for this. So go ahead. That's a great place to give. And, and lastly, thanks everyone that already has purchased All or Nothing. You can find it on Amazon. Barnes and Noble and Zulon Press. Thank you so much for already gotten the book, read the book, and sharing the book with others. I really, really appreciate it, and I'm hoping that um, you are enjoying the book. Let's go into prayer, Heavenly Father. I want to thank you for this amazing opportunity to be used by you for your glory. And I thank you so much. Hallelujah for every listener today. I thank you that you have on this line today, those that are willing to hear your word. Hallelujah. And walk in your word. I thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Welcome Holy Spirit into this broadcast today. Hallelujah. Welcome Holy Spirit into the homes of everyone that's listening on the vehicle, wherever they are. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Apply the blood of Jesus over the airlines that there will be no hindrances to this word today thank you so much hallelujah for the word that's coming forth in your precious name jesus hallelujah so last week we talked about god is able have you experienced did you have any experiences this week where you had to pull that word back out and say lord that's right it's your ability not mine to get me through my day it's your ability not mine to make sure my children are fed it is your ability hallelujah hallelujah 
whatever you may be doing. I, I, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling teachers in my spirit right now. Hallelujah. Lift up every teacher that is listening today, dear Lord, that we know that is your ability that's helping them in this time, dear Lord, where it's a little bit more challenging to teach the children. Lord, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I ask you right now, dear Lord, to help them. And it's your ability to help them even deal with the parents during this time and the children not understanding everything that's going on. Give them what they need. Hallelujah in your precious name Jesus I really I'm really I'm feeling the teachers you guys everybody that's out there today make sure if you see a teacher you know just say we really appreciate you don't be a a hindrance or uh, make more of a problem to the teachers that's out there they're trying to do the best they can in the public school system or private school system whatever it may be um, to make sure your children are being taught in a safe environment so um don't give them more heartache while they're doing it. Lift them up in prayer. Today we got a subject here, um, and I'm I'm it's a question I'm going to pose to you guys. It's a question: Am I thinking evil? Am I thinking evil? Now this came about because. Sometimes it could have, it could be you thinking evil. You might think you thinking evil, but maybe God is giving you wisdom or giving you discernment in a situation. That's why I want to bring this up because let me use that for example. Since this is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, so in the book I call my first husband Hunter. So if you read the book. You know who Hunter is. So I'm going to use this illustration about evil thoughts. This is not this is not in the book, but this is an example of some of the things I went through. So if there was one time Hunter said to me, that means he had, think about this now. He said something to me because he had been thinking about it. Evil thoughts. He said to me, I could kill you at any time. And then all I would have to do is ask God for forgiveness and repent. And I looked at him like, what? That's, I mean, I didn't even really know a whole lot about God at that time. But I knew that you can't just be be premeditated. It was like premeditated thoughts on what he was going to do to me. And thought that he could just go ahead and ask God for forgiveness. See, that's evil thoughts. And the reason why I want to bring this up, because you know the scripture in Corinthians, and I've had this um, scripture kind of like used to manipulate me before. And in the book, I talk about, you know, some of the spiritual abuse I went through. But it's in 1 Corinthians 13, verse 5. And it mainly want to look at the very end of it, but it said, do if not behave itself. It's talking about love. Let's go back to four then. Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself. You know, this is King James Version. Other verses said love suffereth long, right? Is not puffed up. Doeth not behave itself unseemly. Seeketh not her own. Is not easily provoked. Think of no evil. See, love, come on here. Love, think of no evil. So when Hunter said, 
I could do this to you and then just repent. I'm not saying he couldn't repent, but I I'm, I'm just want y'all to understand. That's an evil thought. I want y'all to understand the difference between evil thoughts and discerning spirits. And so what I'm talking about today is discernment, having the spirit of discernment. Because a lot of time, if you have, have this logos of the word, like think of no evil and don't understand what thinking evil is versus what is discerning, right? Discernment, the definition of discernment is the ability to judge well. So if you're judging something well, you're not having evil thoughts. If God tells you something about a person, place, or thing, if he gives you discernment of, mm, don't go that way, ah, uh, that person really not, what they're saying is not lining up, come on here, with what's really in their heart, right? So that's discerning, discerning some, some of the synonyms, some of the words that, so you can understand judgment, you know, refinement, sensibility, insight, perceptiveness, perception. These are a few words that, that when you have a spirit of discernment, what I say sometimes, I'll be like, mm, some don't feel right about that. And it's not that I'm thinking evil about a person. It's that God is showing me that something ain't lining up. Excuse me. Something isn't lining up. You know, I've been really working on my grandma. Okay. Also a definition in Christian context, right? Perception, um, discernment is perception, hallelujah, with a view to obtain spiritual guidance and understanding. It could be the absence of judgment, but with a view of obtaining spiritual guidance. So in discernment, you're going to sit back and say, Lord, what is this? Now, somebody might tell you they're going to do something for you or do this or do that or whatever. And at first on face value, you're like, okay, Lord, what they're saying is good. So you sit back. You're not trying to overly judge it, but then you ask the Lord, why this don't feel right? It's like a plate of food. You know what I mean? It looked delicious. You got a plate of food. Let me just go ahead and put my southern flair on it. So we got some nice, well, I'm not eating fried food anymore. But anyhow, some fried chicken. I'm not eating mac and cheese either. But southern flair. Mac and cheese, some collards. And you might have some pie. And you have a nice cold glass of water or whatever beverage you want. And it looks yummy, yum, yum. But then when you bite into the piece of chicken, it's, it ain't cooked. You ain't going to eat it because it make you sick, right? All the mac and cheese been set out on the counter for, for six hours. Danger zone. But, if you, but it look good. Come on here. It looks good, but something ain't right with it. And that's how discernment works. Discernment works. And it's a gift. 
It is a gift. Like in 1 Corinthians 12 and 10, King James Version, it talks about the different gifts. He said, to, uh, to another, the working of miracles. Some people have the working of miracles. To another, the gift of prophecy. To another, the discerning of spirits. And they work together. One thing I've learned that if you're working in prophecy, you're going to work in other, in other gifts as well. It's not going to just be one. Right? To another, discerning of spirits. To another, diverse kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation of some, of, of tongues. But I want you to look at that. To another, the discerning of spirits. See, to my brothers and sisters out there that have been in many churches, or been in, or maybe in the church now, in your um, church, if you have the gift of discernment, a lot of, you might, you may not have too many people around you for real, because they're going to know you can see them. And if, if there's anything going on that's kind of crazy, next thing you know, um, you're not at the church anymore. They don't even want you around. They don't want to utilize you. don't want to do anything with you because you can see them. But if everything is in the up and up and everything is running fine, the person with discernment is a, is a key weapon for the ministry. It's a key weapon because you'll be able to discern and know right from wrong. It's really an asset. Like I said, it's a gift. So anybody running away, running away from somebody working in miracles, Oh, no, come on over here. Oh, you know she working in miracles. Oh, he working with miracles. God using them in the area of miracles. Ain't nobody running away from the people that has a word of prophecy. But Lord have mercy. When you have the spirit of discernment, they call you strange. Oh, she thinks she know everything. Oh, he thinks she he know everything. No, God will give you that gift. To be utilized, every gift is to be utilized by the body of Christ. But if you've been, if they don't, I, I, I know for myself. Because I kept seeing stuff. I kept, I, I would know things. I would see things that I couldn't understand. Because when I was a baby in Christ, I would go back to the people that I was seeing in the dreams. Or things I wasn't feeling right. And I would go back to them and they'd be like, no, nah, they would give me interpretation. You come on here, they will give me interpretation because I was actually seeing them. You got to go to God and ask God for interpretation. Ask them what, what's really going on. Also, we hear this all the time. First Chronicles 12, 32. Talk about the sons of Issachar. Now they got Issachar conferences, Issachar this, Issachar that. The sons of Issachar, hallelujah. <coughs> Understood. They had understanding of the times. And they knew what Israel should do. God had given them the answer, but they could discern by what's going on. You guys sidebar here a little bit. We know that last year, everything that was going on and still going on with the pandemic, I'm noticing and seeing in different, and y'all probably already seeing it too. You've been seeing it, but you really may not have been paying attention to it. Um, shortages when it comes to food. And I had a dream last year that I had this big garden and, and I was like, I don't have a garden, but I now understand that we're going to have to start storing food. So if you have, if you have a deep freezer, get a second one. If you have the space, 
It, get non-perishables. I'm not saying run to the store and just hoard up a whole lot of stuff. I'm saying get stuff so you can have it. And a lot of times, yeah, you're going to have it for yourself, but you're going to be able to have it for others that may not be discerning the time. I, I, I can't share everything that I've been seeing, but I tell you this, start storing up. So I'm like last year, I can use, I can share this with you. Last year, the Lord told me to get a deep freezer. After for a while, I couldn't find, I couldn't find one. Finally, found one, and He said, "Fill it up, but don't use anything out your deep freezer. Continue to buy food every week, but fill up your deep freezer." So I didn't quite understand what He was saying initially until the prices went up thirty, forty, fifty percent. But my deep freezer is full with last year's prices, not this year's prices. So you got to be able to discern what's going on and move in it. You don't have to wait until somebody tell you what to do, even though I'm telling you now. But if you have that ear to hear what God is saying, you'll be able to watch and see. And like if you keep going to the store and they keep being out of a whole lot of stuff, it's bigger than that. If it gets to the point where the grocery store changes, but think about the restaurant. Think about other places that are out of stuff. And the reason why the prices are going up, because they have a shortage. Y'all got to be prepared. And you got to be prepared starting now. Get a little bit more each week. Just put it to the side. Canned goods, bottled water, gallon water, rice, things like that. Just get it, put it to the side. Just a little bit extra each week. That was word from the Lord. I want to go back to discernment. In 1 Samuel 16 and 7, it talks about when Samuel was going to anoint, right? And he went to Jesse's house and wanted to anoint someone, one of his sons. And, and But the Lord said to Samuel, do not look on his appearance or the height of his statue, but I have rejected him. For God sees not as man sees, for man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. See, that's discernment, you guys. Discernment is a heart thing. It's a heart thing. You can see somebody, they saying all these good things, and but you're not... You're not really feeling it. It was like something just don't feel right. Something is not matching what I'm hearing come up out of their mouth. Because what's coming out of their mouth is not actually coming up out of their heart. Or it's coming out of their heart, but it's a, it's a heart that's corrupt. So you got to make sure it's coming out of a pure heart. See, that's discernment. And I'm not saying throw people away or none of that. I'm, you pray for them, but you got to know who really, come on here, who really is with you and for you during this season and for the rest of your life. Because certain things are happening. You got to discern what's going on because God is opening major doors for people. But there is a thief or a cunning spirit at that door Trying to hinder the move of God. So they might call you strange. Might call you different. But you got to make sure that you are. You, it's a, it's, you can't help if God gave you the gift of discernment. 
I would have so many dreams over the years and I would be in, in churches, I would be places and I would feel all these things, but I'm sitting there I'm like, it can't be what I'm feeling or in organizations or just in places. And I'm thinking it's just something just don't seem, it's not matching. But see, God was, was um, developing me. And he's developing you in the area of discernment. No, you're not thinking evil. Come on here. You're not thinking evil. God has given you the spirit of discernment. And those that are out there today that's listening and know this is registering with you. I know you feel the wind. I know you feel the anointing of God on this because I know for me, I have been in places where, you know, I'll say something like, oh, love, think no evil. But I'm not, I'm not thinking evil. It's the love of God that gave, that's given me the understanding and the judgment to understand if something's not right. If God tell you something is not right, it's not right. If he tells you something is not right, it's not right. You can pray for that person, but you got to be at watch and you got to keep them at arm's length. Because sometimes they might be close for a season, but God said, no, you got to push back from this person. Who knows what incident? They might have had somebody speaking in their ear, saying the wrong thing concerning you. You just don't know. They might be dealing with spirit of jealousy or spirit of envy. You don't know, but God knows. And he's not going to tell you everything. You just got to obey and listen to him and move when he tell you to move. Move when he tell you to move. In Psalms 119, 660, excuse me, 119 and 66. Teach me good discernment and knowledge before I believe in your commandments. Say, Lord, teach me. Teach me so I'll know. You're not speak. You're not thinking evil. If God is giving you something to judge, I've been around people, and I'm like, mm. and then sometimes I won't say nothing because I'm like, I don't know how they're gonna receive it. I don't know, and and that's because I wasn't mature in it. And then after a while, I'll be like, mm, something ain't right about that person. They really ain't for you. And they're like, okay. Why you ain't tell me before then? I'm like, I ain't know how you was taking it. It's a warning. We gotta really know because God is showing us. If you flowing in <coughs> excuse me, if you could flow in the gift of prophecy, more likely you flowing in the gift of um the gift of miracles and discernment as well. They flow together. They work together. Because like even when you were having a, a, the gift of prophecy and you flowing in that, you have to discern the situation. God will give you discernment on how much to release, what to release, when to release it, or not to release it at all because of what could be going on. So the gift of discernment has to be operated. It has to be strengthened. It has to be um, used with boldness. And the thing of it is, if people don't want to be around you, it's maybe it's probably because uh, it's because of discernment. But maybe you shouldn't be around a whole lot of people anyway, because sometimes people get familiar with you and they can't receive from you because they remember when you were so and so, or when you were this, or when you were that. 
But the gift of God, that the gifts that he give us, we, we got to work them. You got to discern the times. You guys, I'm telling you again, I'm hearing it again. Start preparing. Just put a little bit to the side. A little bit. You get like, get an extra um, thing of rice, you know. Things that's non-perishable, go ahead and get them. Spaghetti, things like that. Um, in your freezer, you know, stack it with with things, good things, like real food, not junk food. And, and start stacking because you might have to help your neighbor, help your brother, help your sister, help your co-worker. We don't know what's ahead, but we know God is with us. And nothing comes upon the earth that the, his prophets don't already know about. Right? But that's what I was going to talk about today. Um, about discernment and thinking no evil. I want to share one little, one other thing with y'all before I go. I was listening to a good friend of mine, um, Dr. Harvey. He was speaking on Sunday. And one of the things he said just illuminated and was so in my spirit. I, I wanted to share that with y'all. He said, he said, wake the heaven up in you. Wake the heaven up in you. Even in the area of the area of prophecy, in the area of discernment, whatever gift God has given to you, wake up. Wake the heaven up in you. Wake everything up that God has put in you. Come on here. Wake it up. If it's discernment, wake it up. If it's the gift of prophecy, wake it up. It's the gift of tongues and diverse tongues. Wake it up. If it's the gift of administration, wake it up. Hallelujah. If it's a gift of a, as a teacher and, and, and an evangelist, whatever God has put in you, my God, wake the heaven up. My God. That just blessed me so much when I heard him say that last week. I said, what? Wake the heaven up. Wake it up. Whatever it may be. Remember, hallelujah, as you go into this week, to speak life over yourself, to speak life over your family, to speak life over your neighborhood, to speak life over this nation. Hallelujah. The key to it all is to speak life now. Thank y'all once again for joining me. Thank you for getting the book. Thank you for sharing the book, All or Nothing. You will not be disappointed. Thank you so much, everybody that's already purchased it. And as you go into this week and the rest of your life, hallelujah, Lord, I'm declaring over every listener today, hallelujah, that they're already waking the heaven up in them. And God, that you will continue, my God, to surprise them with your goodness for the rest of their lives. You guys have a wonderful week, and I'll talk to you all again next week. Bye-bye.